You are listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa De Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hello, and welcome to episode 120 of the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So if you're listening to this in real time, we are almost the middle of December. And it's really interesting that when we think of the scope of an entire year, the holidays bring a nice ending to it because everybody is jolly and everybody's happy. And most people look forward to having a break of some sort or at least an extended weekend through a holiday weekend, whether you celebrate it or not. However, it's also something to be said of ending the year and almost closing either this chapter or in some cases, closing this book before we go on to a new year with a fresh start. Now, the reality is, is that we can have a fresh start at any given time. We can have a fresh start a minute from now. We can have a fresh start every single morning. That really is in the eye of the beholder, so to speak. It's really with whatever mindset that we approach it with. But generally speaking, that's kind of like the vibe that the society is having right now. So we're kind of rolling right along with it. But in addition to having that vibe, the vibe that a lot of people are having right now, as we talked about last week, is trying to do all of the things, all of the joy, all of the shopping, all of the planning in the next now, what, two to three weeks or so before we approach the holidays at the end of December. And so many of them fall within the same time frame this year, which is really awesome. So as we're doing all of the things Many people are going to all of the stores and there is another camp, which is where I fall in, that we're going to all of the websites to do all of the shopping. I, once upon a time, used to love shopping. And I think as I got older, I kind of become almost overstimulated by all of the people and all of the things and the lights. And especially if a store is unorganized, it kind of gets me a little bit overwhelmed. And now I just go on websites and just order. And if it's free shipping, it's a plus and I get everything delivered home. But the theme that I wanted to talk to you about today is relevant, whether it's around the holidays or more so around the holidays, but it's really relevant all year round. As we're going to more stores, if that is indeed what you do, especially before the holidays, it's really interesting to see the dynamics and the interaction between the customers and the employees of a store or those people who are servicing you in some way, whether it is through just saying hello as a greeter at the front of the store, whether it is with customer service, helping you with a return, helping you find something or purchase something. Maybe somebody is providing a service to you. So that can be 
therapy, that's where I fall in, or maybe it's at a spa or a manicure pedicure or providing a car service. There's so many different storefronts, right? Brick and mortar places that you can go to that at the end you are purchasing something, whether that's just selling you an item or providing you with something that they are doing for you. And it makes me think about the phrase, the customer's always right. And I was wondering where that came from. So of course, I turned to Google and this is what showed up in Wikipedia. It states, the customer's always right is a motto or slogan, which exhorts service staff to give a high priority to customer satisfaction. It was popularized by successful retailers. And these retailers advocated that customer complaints should always be treated seriously so that customers don't feel cheated or deceived. And when we think about it in that sense, it is a very kind idea so that the customer always has a pleasant experience. But here's my challenge thought to you. Is the customer always right when the customer is just being a jerk? (laughs) really think about that for a moment because we have all seen at stores where somebody drops something and doesn't bother to pick it up or when children run with both hands through an aisle and knock everything down and there's not an effort to pick things up or is there an effort to say I'm sorry Or when somebody's providing you a service and you're rude in the way that perhaps you share the displeasure of how the service is coming out. So I really wanted to talk about that phrase today, is the customer always right? And there are things that stores or service providers can do in order to make the customer feel good and feel valued as they are spending time and money at your storefront, whether it be a brick and mortar or even virtually. So there's something to be said with just treating people with respect, regardless on what side you're on. And we're going to come back to that, especially if you are the customer. There's something to be said, too, with making sure the assistance that you're providing is prompt. And that's something that personally drives me bananas. Now, it's something that when you're at a store and you're waiting on a long line, there's only so much that could be done at the front. And your complaints or rolling of the eyes or an attitude or huffing and puffing, that's not going to make the line go any faster. So that's kind of hard to work around. However, it drives me bananas when you have an appointment, let's say, I don't know, to get your nails done, or let's say even with a doctor at four o'clock, and then you're left waiting there for an hour, an hour and a half. That personally drives me nuts. And that's why as a therapist, I'm really big on starting on time and ending on time, because then it's not fair to the next person to have to wait, especially when you are giving your time to go somewhere. When you're providing a service, you also want to make sure that you're honest when there has been a mistake or that you are apologetic, let's say, if there was indeed a long line all in all, basically, that you communicate what you would want to hear if the shoe was on the other foot. And that's really important because sometimes you can't help that things happen, but at least acknowledging it really makes a difference in the other person's life. And lastly, what makes a really big difference is just the attitude of the way that you approach things as they're happening. But as I was saying, that goes for both the person who's providing a service or selling something and for the customer as well. 
because we can go with the motto, the customer's always right. However, if the customer is, again, having an attitude or causing a scene or berating somebody just because a service wasn't prompt enough, that's something very different. And we have to make sure that we remember that not everybody is a CEO of a business. And you'd like to hopefully believe that a CEO of a business, and I'm talking as a business CEO myself, is that you're going to do your best to represent your business or company or facility or store because you perhaps are the face of the store or it's yours. Maybe you raised it or you created it or you are in charge of it, right? So typically the one who's a big boss, that person may be either the face or speaking upon the company or really wanting to make sure that there is good PR. However, not everybody is a CEO. And if there's somebody who is earning minimum wage, we want to make sure that those people are treated kindly and with respect as well, because they're there perhaps trying to earn some extra spending money, or maybe they're there trying to put a roof over their family's heads. And even though the customer is the one who is spending their time and money at that time, that doesn't mean that that person who is selling you something or providing a service, it doesn't mean that they should be treated without respect. Respect, or does it mean that they have to be the brunt, perhaps, of an attitude if there was a long line, or if something wasn't ran well, or if they were out of an item at that store? Because typically, that person doesn't make those types of decisions. It's usually, as I was stating, the higher-ups. And I hope that at the end of the day, we remember that behind every name tag, apron, uniform, virtual screen, behind every item or service, we are still people. And I hope that we all remember in each interaction with one another, I hope that we remember the golden rule treat others the way we wish to be treated. In order to receive good customer service, there is also a back and forth that not one person is better than another, that behind everything there is a human and that we should just be kind human beings. And it seems that the number one thing that becomes a threat to people being kind is lack of patience, especially when you have to wait. So understand that unless you're clicking something, the comfort of your own couch on your laptop, if you go to a store and if you go to a store in the middle of December, especially right before the holidays, you will have to wait and you will have to spend a long time looking for parking. You may have to spend a long time to get into the mall. You may have to spend a long time to get to the store that you're looking for because there are just more people present because it is before the holidays. But please understand that all of those things that you encounter before you even get to where you're going, all of those things should not stand in the way of the kindness that an employee should be treated with. So what do we do when we come across a product or a service that we absolutely love? Well, I'm really going to encourage you, especially during this holiday season, to take a moment and show your appreciation, whether it is saying thank you so much to an employee that helps you right then and there, or maybe taking the extra step and asking to speak to a manager 
not for something negative, but actually for something positive and just share how fantastic this person served you or helped you on that day. Because that makes a big difference, not only for the employee, but also to the manager, because it helps them to know that perhaps your training is being done very well, that perhaps this person is going far and beyond, and maybe they should be compensated in some way, hopefully by a bonus or a prize of some sort. And if you're going to stores on the virtual front, that's where writing good reviews comes in so very handy. I know that when I go on Amazon, I love to read honest reviews, whether it be, you know, for the product or perhaps why the product wasn't for them, but it's great to get real feedback so that I can decide if that product was for me. Now, the same goes for services. So if you go get a manicure pedicure or a massage at a spa or anything else, it's really wonderful to leave a review wherever reviews are left. And typically nowadays, that's on Google. (laughs) For restaurants, it can be on Yelp. But it's really wonderful when reviews are left even for podcasts, my friends, hint, hint, (laughs) because it definitely helps other people, again, decide, is this a product for me? Is this something that I want to spend my time on or my effort on or my money on when it comes down to it? And understand that not all providers can ask for reviews. For example, as a therapist, it is unethical to ask a client for a review because of the power dynamic that is there. So it really comes down to you. If you think that someone provides a wonderful service or if you think that you just brought a wonderful product, take a moment out and write a positive review because that really goes a long way for whatever service or for whatever product that is being given or being sold to you. So as I reflect on what I shared during this episode, I hope I didn't sound too much like a mom or a teacher saying, well, make sure that you're kind to everybody, but also make sure that you're kind to everybody. (laughs) During the holiday season, especially, we see a lot of family that perhaps we haven't seen in a while. And we also come across a lot more storefronts, a lot more restaurants, a lot more services, and a lot more products. And it just is really awesome when we can have beneficial and positive experiences. Again, whether we are the one making the purchase or whether we are the one selling or providing a service. I wish you all a happy holiday shopping season, and I now invite you to the short guided meditation. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, whether you're standing right now in a store or in your home, or if you're sitting down, you can imagine that you are standing in a store and think about the last time that you had to wait on a line for more than you wanted to. Think about the things that went through your mind. Think about the feelings that you felt in your heart. And think about how that impatience or frustration showed through your body, your words, your thoughts, and your actions. I invite you right now, or the next time that you are on the long line, waiting to be helped or served, I invite you to take a look around you. 
but really take a look around you. Pay attention, perhaps first, to the people you see, to their faces. Think about maybe what they're thinking of, perhaps what they're feeling, the kind of day perhaps that they might be having, the stories that the wrinkles on their faces perhaps tell, or maybe their smiles or lack thereof perhaps tell. Then look past the people and take in the environment around you. Maybe how the store is organized or lack thereof. Maybe the lighting in the room you're in right now or in the store which you imagine yourself in. The decor they use. The colors that are used. From the tiles on the floor to the paint colors on the wall to the ceilings above you. Everything around us tells a story. Not just the people, but the things too. And when we are in such a rush, or when we're in a space of impatience, we often look past those things and focus a lot on how we feel. Imagine if we all opened up our hearts just a little bit more to look past ourselves, to look upon other people, to look upon the things around us, to just take it in and be mindful for a few moments before jumping to conclusions or exhibiting displeasure. If we took more time taking the world in around us, we perhaps could become more curious, not only about the space around us, but about the people around us too. And again, imagine the difference that that could make, not only in your minds, but in your hearts and the way that you approach others and approach every situation you come across. Have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free To Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V De Jesus. And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.